Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? On 93 WIBC. So let's rock Hey now, I'm Jason Hammer. Big Nige is out. Tony Kennett's at the Tonus on Twitter filling in. Tony is from the Daily Signal and the new Tony Kennett show. Oh, that's right. Here at 93 WIBC. When is it? It's on Saturdays from 1 to 3. So while you're driving your family to Fair Oaks Farms to get a delicious milkshake and grilled cheese, tune into the Tony Kennett Show. There you go. A uh, good sponsor tag. I don't know if they're sponsors or not, but they damn should good. Be. They should be. We're going to turn you into a radio guy yet, Tony. There you go. Uh, we've got another person in the mix. There is another name in the mix. So first, Donald Trump said he was running to be the president. And then Nikki Haley said that she is running to be the president. And now, get ready. 37-year-old conservative entrepreneur and anti-woke crusader, Vivek Ramaswamy. Ramaswamy. That do anything for you, Tony? Uh, it confuses me. I, I'm really concerned that I'm going to like mispronounce the name one of the eight times over the next year that I have to pronounce his name. And then you'll be some sort of ist if you mispronounce his name. I sure hope so. I'm racking up all of the ists that I'm supposed to be. I'm hoping to complete <laughs> my collection, you know, collect all eight. The bingo card of ists that conservatives get called could be filled up pretty quickly. Uh, Ramaswamy joins Donald Trump and Nikki Haley. He was on Tucker Carlson. Last night. I think we need to put merit back into America in every sphere of our lives. I mean, merit who in who gets into this country. Let's start with that. OK, I think more people like my parents can be a good thing for this country. But it, people whose first act of entering this country as a law breaking one, we should say a hard no to that. Not just who gets in, but also who gets ahead. Decimating affirmative action. It has been a national cancer. One of my top priorities will be to end affirmative action in every sphere of American life. This would be easy, an easy thing for president to do. Lyndon Johnson issued an executive order that requires anyone who does business with the U.S. government, that covers over 20 percent of the U.S. workforce, to adopt race-based quota systems. Any Republican president since Lyndon Johnson could have taken a pen and crossed that out. We haven't done it yet. I think that's the kind of courage we're going to need to muster, yes. to go after these sacred cows from woke religion in the form of affirmative action to this new climate religion, which is completely shackling the American economy and culture. We need to take the most sacred cows of these alternative secular religions, and I'm sorry to say this, take them to the slaughterhouse, because that's what, what it's going to take for this national revival, where we stop apologizing for what it means to be American. So, Tony Kennett, that was probably the first time the majority of Americans have heard of this guy last night on Tucker Carlson. His Dude, opening I'm, speech there, has that moved the needle? I, I'm a conservative journalist. I have never, ever heard of this guy. I have run in a lot of the different circles. I've gone to CPAC. I've gone to the ALEC conference, the SPN conference. I've gone to Heritage stuff. I've never even heard of this dude. Is that a bad thing? No, not necessarily. However, you run the risk when you are unknown and you get out and you say something. And most of what he said was okay. Most of what he said was okay. I have a few questions on who gets to decide who's qualified for immigration, uh, because what he may find valuable, someone else may not find as valuable. Uh, this is the catch, though. Has he been on tape saying anything stupid? Because now that his name is in the ring, people are going to scour the records. Has this dude said stupid stuff? 
Well, interesting you bring that up, my friend. Oh, boy. Because now there's a clip of Candace Owens explaining why new Supreme Court Justice Ketanji Brown-Jackson was a problem because she was soft on sentencing for child pornographic traffickers. That was the knock on Ketanji Brown-Jackson. She went soft on child porn. So this conversation that Candace Owens was having with Vivak Ramaswamy starting to go viral. Listen to Candace Owens lay out some of the bad decisions that Justice Jackson has made. And then you're going to hear an interesting statement from Vivak at the end. 2013, she gave Wesley Hawkins three months. They recommended two years in prison. He was busted posting videos on YouTube of boys as young as 11. I want to be clear, two years is not even long enough for that, but she reduced it to three months in prison. 2017, she gave Neil Stewart just 57 months in jail. Uh, 97 months uh, is what was recommended. He confided to an undercover officer posing as a fellow child predator that he was interested in and willing children between the ages of 5 and 11. He was looking to have sexual contact with them. In 2021, she gave Ryan Manning just 60 months. They recommended 72 months, so an entire year more. Um, He had 600 images and a video of a prepubescent boy being penetrated anally and orally by an older man. I don't think that this is actually the hill that we as conservatives should die on with respect to her nomination. What? That, I, I'm sorry, I, if you have child porn, you should get the noose. The noose I, in, t- in the center of town square. This is it. That's w- what I'm talking about. There's always something that comes to the forefront. People want to talk about what a grifter is. People accuse me of being a grifter. I My ideological statements are consistent. I say the same thing yesterday as I do today as I will tomorrow because I believe in what I am pushing. This guy claims to be against woke garbage and yet throwing pedophiles away for life or giving them the noose, that's not the hill to die on. I don't want you anywhere near the White House. Be gone. Now, because things sometimes can get taken out of context. And I don't want to be accused of being guilty of that. His angle was that she's made so many bad decisions, you can't just say one area of her judgment is the hill you want to die on. But when you hear Candace Owens lay out the horrific things these people have done and have gotten sweetheart deals from Ketanji Brown Jackson, the next words out of your mouth should not be, well, anything. Also, aren't we <laughs> judging aren't we judging her quality of being a judge in her nomination to being the highest judge of the land? I kind of think that how you rule in cases is germane here. This isn't like she's running for mayor or whether KJB was running for uh, governor or the Senate. She was being nominated for a Supreme Court justice, the highest judge we can have in the country. Yeah, your decisions matter, and that is a hill worth dying on. For a guy who says that merit is the cornerstone of his campaign, this seems like an area where she failed in merit and... I guess that that's not the hill to die on. So what is the hill to die on for this guy? I I, I don't know. Listen, some people like this guy. There's a guy in the uh, YouTube chat right now, Seth. Uh, His book, Woke Inc., was outstanding. Let him run. And by the way, I'm saying his name wrong. Uh, See, there you go. You're going to collect all of the ists before I do. (laughs) I'm I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do it. It's a Ball State education. It's the best I got. Uh, But listen, I'm all for people that want to run. But let's be honest here. Let's put all the cards in the middle of the table. 
there's a better chance of me being the number one pick in the NBA draft than this guy ever moving the needle in a presidential run. Yeah, Nikki Haley's not going to take down Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis. Neither is this dude. Neither uh, is Mike Pence. Neither no. is Mike Pompeo. No. It's a two-person race, and only one of them is officially in right now. Right. The other one is going to be George Washington into the race at the last minute. That's the way it is. And uh, if I'm wrong, by the way, I, I'll admit that I'm wrong when we come down the line. If everyone's going, yeah, Vivek, let's go, then then okay, we'll get there. But right now, from what I'm seeing, what's in front of me, as we said yesterday, the facts are this guy doesn't have it. And based on what he said about uh, <laughs> dying on the hill of throwing away child predators for life, I don't think I want anything to do with him. You know who loves this, though? Donald Trump. And let me tell you why. You're probably thinking to yourself, no, wait a minute, why does he want more people in the mix? Because Donald Trump's base is so loyal, they are voting for Donald Trump. You are not wavering them from Donald Trump. It's not going to be DeSantis. It's not going to be anybody else. They are Trump loyal. I see it on social media. We talk to people. His base is the most loyal base I think I've ever seen in political history. So the more people that get in the mix... I think hurts Ron DeSantis more than anybody else. Assuming Ron DeSantis gets in the mix here, and we think that he will, I think the more people in the field chips away at his totals, which means that if Donald Trump still keeps a good, strong base, he could win the primary. Now, I'm not sure about the general, right. but he could win the primary with a number just high enough that everybody else kind of eats each other. That assumes that Nikki Haley is going to be pulling off the establishment neocon Republican look better than DeSantis, who really is mini Reagan. And I, I say that with all of the good stuff and the bad stuff that people bring up on the right side of the aisle about him. DeSantis seems kind of perfectly cut for that. For others to kind of out DeSantis DeSantis, I just don't see it. Nikki Haley tries to have personality, uh, but she's about as interesting as a wet paper sack, and her policy opinions are all six months old as soon as donors say they're safe. I just don't see it. Tony Kennett filling in for Big Nige 